Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, my name is Shane Smith, and I'm the stripper giving me a lap dance talking about how the newest Pirates of the Caribbean is the best Pirates of the Caribbean, and I am definitely getting a tattoo from it. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, because it's all true. It's real. It's real, and it happened in Idaho Falls. Bless it. What's up? Beautiful place. God bless America. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Also, um, my opinion, uh, new Pirates of the Caribbean, worst. I've never seen it. I neither have I, and that's how I know it's the worst. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First or get the fuck out. The first one only matters. Anyway. Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> uh, my name's Noelle Cummings, and I am that neon dragon statue from some fucking witch place called Corn's Hollow. <laughs> oh, man. Crone's Hollow. Corn's Hollow. Cornhole Hollow. There you go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Freaky Geeks. We've got some shit happening today. We got our tarot cards read. Yes. It was kind of amazing. It was amazing. Thank you, We Erica. got our future told. And let me tell your future real quick. I am predicting that you will be going to Black Salt Studio. Oh, my God. 930 South Main Street, and you'll be getting your favorite tattoo this year. Wow. New year, new you, baby. I want to make fun of you. For how fucking cheesy that was. It was pretty good, though. But it was also perfect. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Save that forever and just put it on every episode. Everyone, go get tattooed. I'm getting tattooed in February again. Damn, I'm, are we? Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. I'm getting tattooed in February. Are you? I'm getting my chest tattooed. Hell yeah. I'm going to have a sock done. I've got my entire torso done, basically. Hell yeah. Um, I'm pretty stoked. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got both my sides tattooed recently. Don't do that. It fucking sucks. One of my sides is still sore. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's what happens when I you think, do four hours. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably because you're uh, gross and you worked out with a fresh tattoo and it's probably got gangrene. I work out with all my tattoos because I'm not a bitch. Like also, just... I'm fat and I don't like myself, so I need to... Oh, my God. Same. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do anything about it. I know. <laughs> oh, man. And also, I feel like you respond to working out so much better than if you just did it. What are you talking about? You were a person who, like, when you were pole dancing, mm -hmm. you, like, lost weight immediately. Yeah. And But you refused to work out. Yeah. So you're blessed, but you're like, I'm not going to take advantage of it. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm worried for you. Don't be. I'm living my best life. All righty. Eating all the fucking vegan churros. Oh, my God. That does sound good. Speaking of living your best life. Yes. Everyone should come to our show this Saturday. This Saturday. The birth of the... Okay, you're having a stroke because you eat too many churros and your brain is more churro oh than brain at this Don't point. Don't judge my life. I'm going to say this right because you fuck it up every time and I'm perfect. So here we go. Yeah, as evidenced. <laughs> fuck off. Continue. Um, this Saturday, January 13th. Um, doors open at 8, shows at 8.30. It's all ages, but it is very mature fucking shit so please don't bring your babies if you can't find a babysitter just stay at home fucking we'll see you next no, time no bring your kids they're they, they need to learn about this shit they and don't. what better way to do it than from noel i mean that's true <laughs> the fucking i actually learned this today from our fantastic tarot card reader erica that the fucking bar to be a teacher is so low she looked at me and was like you could be a teacher and i was like you know what maybe i will so bring your kids i'll tell them a thing that the state of utah won't anyway admission is five dollars it's at the beehive social club which is 666 south 
State Street. 666 South State Street. Never listen to Shane. He's always incorrect. It's true. 666 South State Street. Hail Satan. Salt Lake City, Utah. Dope. So come on down. Please come. Uh, 8 p.m. Doors at 8. Show at 8.30. It's going to be a great time. Please bring people you know. We're all going to have fun. It would mean a lot to us to see you there. Do you have a socially awkward friend or a person you hate? Bring them. We'd love to roast them on stage. It's me and Shane and Nick Smith and Aaron Orlovitz. Boom, boom, boom. Fucking cool ass motherfuckers. All right. Um, I don't really know what else we have to plug. Oh, there's no alcohol there. So pregame or go across the street and get some shots with me beforehand. Or just show up sober and have a good time like me never you're not allowed to get drunk this time how dare you you've been drunk the last two live shows we've done the one before i wasn't drunk you were drunk this is a lie you were drunk a little buzz you were pretty drunk you're a liar you get drunk i think you're fun when you're drunk i'll give you that thank you but you're also fun when you're sober but who's better sober you Maybe a good in between, a uh, little constant buzz. Sure, we'll a see how it goes. A little bit of come out. A little Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. I'm not your dad. Sure feels like you're trying to fucking. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, anyway, everyone come out to the show. Invite your it's friends. It's gonna be great. Noel and I will argue about my worries about her health later. My fucking liver is doing fine. <laughs> it's a champion. Listen, your liver's loaded down with churro. It cannot handle. Livers don't handle churro. When you eat them in that amount. Okay. Maybe. It's just 90. It's just like more Mexican cinnamon dust than liver at this point. But it's so good. (laughs) Okay, everyone. This episode's great. It's all about uh, us getting our tarot read. And it was pretty interesting. And it's a lot of fun. And we kind of get off topic a little bit here and there. It's also a longer episode. So have fun listening to us longer than normal. Yeah, we go through a whole entire year. And I'd like to say I'm on board. I'm on board, too. I'm here for it. I am way here for it. I'm going to chaos magic myself into some fucking money. Go get your tarot read. Tell us how it goes. It's more fun than you think it is. It's dope. Also, possible ghost hunting updates next week shit fucking we stay tuned for that be hunting ghosts there are people out there who heard about our ghost experiences and our mutual friends ghost experiences and have been in the freaky geeks podcast group saying get gail your mother my mother who hunts case. ghosts get her on the case yes she's on the case it's happening she said she did her research of mm-hmm. the house of the potentially haunted house Yes. And we're going for it tomorrow at 12 in the afternoon, which is, I think, a weird time to hunt ghosts. Yeah, but but if you find something, how credible is it? Very. True. I am going to believe it more at 12 in the afternoon than 2 in the morning. True. All right. Well, uh, we will be doing that. Everyone stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to us. We love all of you. Shoot us some reviews. Maybe go follow us on social media. Shoot us reviews. Please. Please. Scroll down on the podcast app on iTunes. Look at the reviews. Click five stars. Write something about how cool we are. Yeah. Thank you. And then if you're going to fucking come for us, you better come for us hard. You better fucking drag me. Drag me like it's 1802 and I just fuck your wife and I'm a witch and you're tying me up to the back of a horse carriage and dragging me through the fucking town. It's very easy to do. Drag me. All right. I've given you the ammunition. (laughs) Load the gun and pull the trigger. Hail fucking Satan, everyone. Hail Satan. View with me to talk about the work of psychic detectives. I just had a gentleman in yesterday. 30 years ago, his sister disappeared. She soon began talking about a recent case, but clearly her psychic abilities didn't tell her that I was the girl in the picture. One of the first things I do in a case, Lisa, 
is I always make sure people know that if I feel the person is living or not. And so you'll always know yes. when you talk to a family member, when you start a case, you'll know if this person is dead yes. or alive. And that's the point. Is that Every I, time. Yes. But apparently her psychic abilities didn't see this coming. Lori, I'm going to show you something. Okay. Okay. Yes. Does this girl look familiar to yeah, you? Yes, she does. I worked this case. This is a girl who you said was beaten and killed. Okay. This little girl is me. And you told somebody that she's dead. Wait a minute. You didn't disappear? I'm right here. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Okay, yeah, no, cause because you were poor. I was poor, so I wasn't eating. It wasn't yeah. a choice. I was seriously depressed and very poor, and I always chose alcohol over that. I'm in that realm of life, except for it's Diet Mountain Dew instead of alcohol, which is somehow sadder. I, it is sadder. Yeah. You know, I used to go to bars, listen to the douchiest guy tell the waiter what card was his that he was putting his drinks on, and then go up there and be like, yeah, can I get two shots of Patron oh. on Jeremy's card? Super villain. I mean, fuck them, right? They, yeah. are, they were douchey. I was doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm on a Tinder date, meeting this guy at fucking Wasatch in Sugar House, and I sit down, and I'm I'm a little bit, you know, a lot skinnier than I am today. I had sure. longer hair. It was half black, half red, because I was way into ruining my life 100%. Yeah. Not just 80%, 100%. 100. And I <laughs> sit down and I'm, let me describe what I'm wearing. I was a fucking train wreck. I don't know why I thought that like being single meant that I could just casually wear lingerie outside and pretend like it was cool. Like I straight up wore garters that should have been covered by clothing, but I cut my shorts so short that you would always see the garters. That's dope. I mean, I thought it was. I was like very inspired by hooker streetwear. Yeah. And then I wore a mesh top. And just put fucking black electrical tape on my titties. No way. Yep. Okay. And I, sh like, I don't even know, like, fucking, I mean, the only person who could have stopped me at that point was Chelsea, but she was also in her own deep, dark, fucking horrible hope parade <laughs> of alcoholism and dicks everywhere. And so she was just like, you look fucking hot. You guys sound as thirsty as the people at the end of Mad Max waiting for the water yes. to come down. Like, yes, literally. Jesus. You have no idea. So I show up, sit down, and this guy looks at me and he goes, wow, you're better looking in person. And I didn't know how to feel. Yeah. Because I really thought out my Tinder profile pictures mm. and I thought I was really nailing it. I don't know what I want to see what your Tinder profile looked so badly. What was Woo! the bio? Woo. Um, something about wanting to touch butts. I don't even remember. I wrote it when I was fucked up, but it was something about wanting to touch butts and um, erotic friend fiction. Of course I was, you know, I'm obviously way into Bob's burgers still am. And then my pictures were, um, there was like one derby photo, one cosplay photo with my ex in it, but I looked super good. So I just crossed him out. Um, Jesus. It was my derby. One Harley. of those girls. Dude, it was a good. So still. many girls where it's like the photo was just them at the very edge of it. And you're like, bitch, I yeah. know your ex-husband is right there in arm's length. But away. I think I even put fuck this guy over okay. his face. So that it was like is, I was making it fun. That's the way to do it. Okay. I wasn't like trying to be like, this is normal. 
I was literally like, okay, this is just a dope ass picture of me in this costume I worked really hard on. And then I think there's like one fun selfie that's also on Instagram. And then a picture of me with a bloody nose smiling, which was my profile picture because I was like, people need to know what they're getting into. And it was like right after derby practice and I got hit in the face super hard and my nose was bleeding, but I thought it looked super cool. Like, does that make sense? And I was like smiling like a manic with fucking blood dripping down my face. Sure, you want people to know what they're getting into right away. Exactly. So that was my profile picture. And um, apparently having one Harley Quinn photo on my fucking Tinder profile meant that every fucking douchebag gatekeeping neckbeard would play a hundred questions with me on Tinder, not even trying to hit on me, but trying to fucking school me in Batman lore. I get that shit for comedy all the time. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. There's probably a few people who um, met me on Tinder who I turned down but stayed friends with listening to this podcast right now. I'm thinking of one person in particular who literally met up with me at a beans and brew to fight about Harley Quinn's authenticity. And you're a motherfucker. I think about it often. (laughs) <laughs> you don't don't let them win if you think about them they win i know i think he and i just have to like meet up again in like a debate with like a judge and point system i don't know what my tinder profile looks like right now i haven't been using it but i think it says it's like you loves dogs needs to travel um netflix with friends not here for hookups needs LDS. me to be over five nine it's like all because girls don't put who they are they put what they want from you because as men we're so honored to be able to swipe right on you i and mean so yeah it's their list of demands and i basically say all the average demands a woman says and then mm-hmm. i say me wishes you were dead <laughs> and oh, then that's the only that is nice yeah yeah it's good that's a good one yeah thank you yeah, fucking Tinder's Ugh. the Wild West, dude. I, it's so gross. I literally just saw what every girl was doing on Tinder because I had mine um, for both. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, let's go ahead and do the opposite of this because oh. this is not cool to me. That's the way to do it. Every girl is just like in this weird... Loves like, hiking. Hiking. No, you don't. Traveling. Like, but Who fucking doesn't love traveling? Show me the person who's like, no, I don't want to go to Japan or where it's just yeah. like, oh my God, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Or girls who are that like. That person also doesn't have a computer or a smartphone. The, so how are they on Tinder? The least interesting thing possible. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, my, I like your dog more than you. Oh my God. I mean, I do like my dog more than most people, but I keep that close to the chest because I don't want people to know my secrets. Yes. Besides everyone listening right now. Besides everyone listening right now. Oh my God. I'm just tired of. I've uh, said it before. People. If I had the option, I'd kill anyone to keep my dog alive. <sighs> yeah. I ex- feel zero remorse. <sighs> if someone put a button in front of me and was like, hit the button, someone you don't know will die and you'll get 10,000, I would have already pressed it. Mm-hmm. I would have Didn't the money. Didn't even know what happened. No, Didn't I don't even know give the a amount. shit. They were just like, you get a burrito just today, and it's cold, so uh, great job, murderer. And you're like, but it's free. Can I free? And it tastes better when it's free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am, um, I don't know. I was in Montana mm-hmm. on tour, and I was yep. like, there are no laws. And I was just fantasizing. I was just like, man, if I lived here, I might be a serial killer yeah, not a serial killer but like i might be some kind of punisher type figure but not like for justice or anything good but just like 
you cut me off and then I just write down what you look like and it's Montana so I can find you because you're one of 12 people who live here and I kill you later. You know, that's the, that's also the hard part though. And and I just leave like a moose antler behind and they're like, it was another moose murder. Oh my God. (laughs) Because it's Montana and they don't have detectives. They just assume that meese are out there killing people. Meese? Yeah. That's a a plural for moose. It's not. I know it's not. What the fuck? Meese? <laughs> yeah. It's the not. fact that you said it so confidently is the problem. Meese. Meese. Oh, the meese. No. The moose. The moose. It's still moose. The mm-hmm. moose. The moose. Moose you eye. Just, you got. No. The moose. <laughs> the mooseies. You just need to go get moose antlers and you have to duct tape them to your head and then you ram a person. And then I death. gore them. Yes. Okay, cool. Oh my God. Perfect so, crime. Oh, Montana was so terrifying. The murder hotel. Oh, my God. The murder hotel. You're real stuck on the blood, but I'm stuck on that shit-filled toilet. You would be stuck on the shit-filled toilet. Um, Because it's unrelatable. It was also very small. Your ass wouldn't fit on it. I know it. Um, And it's the tour uh, Idaho Falls. Straight up just a bunch of white power dudes wearing SS white pride t-shirts. Yikes. And having Nazi tattoos on their necks and... Full on. And I love how everyone, I post about it on Twitter, because obviously I'm going to shit talk them mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. try to talk to them. Mm-hmm. and um, But I'm not going to like fight them or whatever. Like uh, Everyone's like, fight them. What are you going to do about it? Oh, going to kill some Nazis. Wish I was there to fight them. And it's like, okay, um, I'm pretty sure everyone forgot that Nazis aren't like the Tiki Torch Nazis, the political fucking nerds. Mm-hmm. That's not what Nazis look like. Those are the nerdy Nazis, and there's not even that many of them. Did you forget that Nazis control like, oh, I don't know, more than half of all the murders that happen in prison? Mm-hmm. There are also the, those types of Nazis yeah. that don't vote Straight but because up. they're felons and they kill people for a living. Did mm-hmm. you also forget that Nazis are so good at violence they almost took over the world once? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Almost I winning public like, elections. People are like, why didn't you fight them, pussy? And it's like, well, because there was 12 of them and they yeah. were huge. It wasn't fucking Kyle from the University <laughs> of Alabama with yeah. his button up and tiki torch. Who just gets like, who fucking, yeah, gets out of some weird rally and then shows up and, and is like, we need to vote to make change. No, it was like fucking some dude named james death ripper and he fucking has just got done doing a hard 10 for murdering his girlfriend nice and he's just like out of his mind and he has two s's tattooed on his face and it's not for super sam (laughs) super sam i did tell a nazi they were talking to me and i was like i did mention being jewish on stage because i have a joke where i do that and then i was like ss huh those are my initials they are. <laughs> they are my initials. That's not a lie. I was like, is that ring for me? <laughs> and then he, it wasn't. And then he kissed you and no, he fell in love. They wanted to fight us, but this cool Mexican guy named Matt saved us, kind of. Thanks, Matt. Well, also, the Nazis were kind of down with us. Like, they were buying us drinks. I felt like, here's the deal I can't fight them, but uh-huh. every time I make them laugh, it's a little win for my people. Like, I mean, sure. You're too, you know, you're here, you paid my. You've got given me money yeah. to watch me perform. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Maybe later they'll be like, that Jewish guy wasn't so bad. And then some other poor Jewish guy who ends up in that town doesn't get murdered. I mean, that's the hope. Yeah. I just picture that whole set, like the scene from American History X where they go to like the Nazi fucking uh, 
farm. Hardcore show? Yeah. What was that? It was like a, it was a barn. Yeah, it was a barn. Fucking what? I just pictured that. Just all skinhead girls with ugly Doc Martens and bald heads and a bunch of dudes who are like, meth is tight and so is punching your wife. Yeah. And I am like, ooh, no thank you. No thanks. Oh, uh, you look like the kind of girl who would date like rockabilly dudes and then accidentally date a Nazi. Whoa, that's the most offensive thing you've ever said. To uh, me. Do you not like? Have you never dated a rockabilly guy or been never. into that type of dude? Never. Oh man, not even once. Good. Never ever. If you ever have bangs that short, I will freak out. I had bangs that short. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> okay, so we got um, it's the new year. Mm-hmm. We decided to go get our fortunes read. Yes, we got a tarot reading. The amazing Erica talented. Aguilar Stevens. I probably pronounced the second you... part. Aguilar? Aguilar? I don't know. I was going to leave that part out. Yeah. Just... She's amazing. Yes. She's so awesome. She read both of our tarots. She did such a good job. She has a very special deck. Yes. She's our den mother. From like a coven from... A coven of witches designed a deck over the course of 25 years. And she is a member of that coven. Corn's Hollow. Corn's Hollow. <laughs> and they uh, Hollow. they meet at a place here in Salt Lake City called... Or they met at Crone's Hollow. Crone's Hollow. Which is a really cool store here in Salt Lake City that if you want to buy a sick wizard with a crystal ball or a statue of Baphomet... Or a dragon. Head on down. Go there. Um. So, she's super rad and read our fortunes. And we got like the year... I say read our fortunes. She gave us a tarot card She gave us tarot card reading and she gave it for um, this upcoming year. So, every month we pulled a card for every month and then the year overall. Yeah, yeah. And so, we're going to read through every month and uh, talk about what it's like to get your tarot read. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I will say off the bat, okay, I just have to disclaimer this. Um, I love Erica. I think she's super cool. I love that magical shit that's hella dope. Yeah. I am not a fan of tarot card readings, mm-hmm. but I love the one that she gave us. It yeah. was super great. It felt very authentic and from a place of love, which I appreciated. Not just some gypsy on fucking Main Street who wants to take $45 from me. Problematic. Continue. I'm sorry. These are just facts. <laughs> um, And I will say my pet peeve with tarot um, which I did not experience from her, but just overall is the same pet peeve I have with people who um, follow their fucking star sign charts and horoscopes to a T. Oh. You know what I mean? Here's my thing. I've become more open to horoscopes as time has gone on, but not like in Don't any way, me. shape or form for like, oh, you're going to mesh with me. My personality is this way because of my horoscope, but more as like a tool to read in order to gain insight about yourself, like if you read your horoscope mm-hmm. and then you think on it and what your life is like and where it's going and mm-hmm. how it's affecting you, then it has helped you. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at more of a chaos magic perspective. Absolutely. Like, where instead of reading a horoscope and being like, how do I apply to the horoscope? I'm saying, how yeah. does the horoscope apply to me? Like taking what I want from it and making it work, flipping it reversing it make it work for you damn okay that's the truth of it though because like uh i feel this is how i feel about it sure so i'm kind of coming from a little bit more of a clinical standpoint yeah i love the chaos magic aspect of it but what i feel like is um when you read a horoscope or get your tarot cards read i feel like it gives you tools and words that you were looking for um and then if you feel like something's significant you can be like, why am I drawn to this in particular? 
Yeah. And then it like articulates what you could not, but what you had already been feeling, it just puts words to emotions you may not have like thought out. Or this is important. Anyone who's like really skeptical of mystical things. Um, let's say for instance, you get your tarot card read and you're very, very skeptical of magic and anything else. You get your tarot cards read and then your tarot card says, watch out for this person in September. Mm -hmm. And then that may not be real, mm -hmm. but maybe you're hyper vigilant and you are focusing on your relationships with people and who's coming into your life and someone comes into your life and you're not hypercritical of them, but you're very aware of it. Mm -hmm. And that ends up helping your relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. Was the fortune real or were you just using the fortune as a tool to help you focus? Yes. Or your fortune is like, hey, you're going to make money in March. And then you're like, okay, well, that's bullshit. But life is kind of like going into uh, an ice cream shop with 150 flavors. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to go into a shop with three flavors, pick one and be happy. Yeah. You go into a shop with 150, sometimes you get overwhelmed, you pick one, you wish you would have picked a different one, you have regret, mm -hmm. you don't like the one you picked because you took a weird chance. When you get your tarot read and it's like March is about money and you take that seriously and you make March about money, maybe your tarot wasn't right, but it helps you focus and narrow those mm -hmm. flavors down. Yep. And then you focused and made your life better because you had you had purpose in that month. Yeah. And whether or not the purpose was magical or just you doing it without magical help, it doesn't matter yeah. because what matters is what's real and what isn't. Yeah. What is real is that you focused on money and you did better in March. Mm -hmm. Who fucking cares if tarot did it? Mm-hmm. It happened. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with my reading. Yeah, no, I agree with a that. A more chaos-y mm -hmm. uh, thing. But I will say it was super fucking weird how good Erica was at this. So good. And how um, I just had like a specific type of energy. Mm -hmm. It was good. way into it. So let's talk about it. We're going to start from the beginning of the year and go all the way to the end of the year with our theme the same way we got read the tarot. Yes. So I guess I'll go first. We're so, reading each other's because we took notes for each so other. So while one of us was getting the reading, the other one was taking notes. So I'm going to read about Noelle's and then Noelle's is going to read about mine. Only because we can't read each other's handwriting. Literally the only reason we're doing it this way is because we can't read each other's handwriting and we don't understand each other's notes. Nope, not at so, all. So, okay. Noel went first, so I'll go first talking about Noel. Okay. Noel in for January drew the 10 of blades, which is the worst card ever it's, in the whole entire thing. It's not good. It's only uh, second to death. Also, I want to note that the first note I wrote before she started talking about the 10 of blades cuz she was like, "Ooh, this isn't good." Was imagine 10 of blade from the movie Blade exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> 10 blades coming yeah. for me. Oh my god. So, blades, the 10 of blades is like mental anguish, letting uh uh, your inner inner demons like have at you and mm -hmm. tear at you mm -hmm. and having no escape from yep. what's paining you. So not only are you in anguish, but you literally can't get away from what's hurting you. Mm -hmm. But this is self-inflicted turmoil. Yep. You, all your problems in January are made up. They're not necessarily made up, but they're of your own choosing. I've created them. So like it would be like um, my first thought would be like if you were volunteering to help someone every Monday of January and it caused you so much stress and you're like, I can't get away from this. I hate it. And the reality is like, just quit. Yeah. But you don't. 
And that's kind of what January is for you. So you're causing yourself anguish. Do you have any idea what it would be? For sure. Absolutely. There's a million things this month. <laughs> I mean, what do you fucking want to know? That you can't get away from that are <sighs> your own doing, though. I mean... That you could just quit right now and you would feel better. I mean, this... You don't have to say it, but in terms of relief, how many things could you quit and feel better? One. Okay. And everyone knows what it is. It's my job. Oh, I thought you were going to say doing this podcast with me. Oh, my God. (laughs) You dumb bitch. Okay. Uh, We know it's your job. We're trying to get you a new job. Um, Also, I want to note that I wrote down little quotes you said that made me laugh while you were getting a reading. During this one, in the middle of her telling you a very important piece of like, hey, you're in inner turmoil. Hey, you need to really focus. Uh, Things are happening to you. And and like really giving you like advice I thought was really important. You interrupted the middle of what she was saying and said, do you believe in ghosts? (laughs) I needed to know. (laughs) Why? I needed to know if the ghosts were telling her things about me. That's not how it. What? I don't know how tarot works. (laughs) I just want to note that everyone out there, I... If I had had anything in my mouth, I would have spit take. Because she was just like, it's very important that you focus on what's giving you anguish because it's self-inflicted and you can get yourself. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay, what? Now looking back on it and when you put it in mm-hmm, those contexts, mm-hmm. it seems very odd. It's silly. But what you should know about what was going on in my head was that we started this and she pulled we I pulled this card and she was telling me about this card and it felt so accurate like literally my eyelashes have been falling out I'm wearing fake eyelashes today because they look great though thank you I don't have eyelashes I'm just waiting for everything else to fall out including my hair anyway I'm very stressed I'm very depressed it's very weird <laughs> like fucking usual but like next level a little bit so and she was like nailing all of that on the head and I was like trying to figure out how tarot worked like how she would know all of this it may have been that i just fucking unloaded my life onto her for like 45 minutes you did and i was like hey let me tell you a little bit how sad i am and um and she was super open and she even was like you know i kind of i don't really have a cold reading on you which is where like i know nothing about you because you have unloaded on me so just know that and i'm like whatever it's fine here we are anyway so she's telling me all these things. They seem way too accurate. I'm like, does tarot work because ghosts tell them things? Oh, what is this? I, I don't know. You know, I don't know this fucking spooky shit. And so I thought the correct way to figure that out would be to ask her if she believes in ghosts. If the ghosts were telling her about mm. how shitty mm-hmm. I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. So I had to know about the moment. ghosts about the it ghosts. was imperative it was stopping me from listening this I is a to... ghost heavy week it is okay uh do me ah <sighs> okay january you started with the ace of staves not the ace of spades the ace of staves yeah which is the pearl of staff staff it is the most magical card boom um it is time for you to be the most creative i'm okay I'm making this sound better than what my notes say. I'll read verbatim my notes. Okay. Jesus Christ. Create shit. It has to be done this month. (laughs) Get shit done. Plan like a lot. Mm. Write with 10,000 underlines. Cool month for creativity. Dope. I don't feel creative right now, but I think once... uh, 
around the time Wednesday this week rolls around, I'll feel so much be- like I'll feel decompressed from my little tour th- and I'll feel better. Yeah, you know, when a toothless stripper puts her <laughs> fucking vag in your face, <laughs> yeah, you gotta I got, decompress from I that. I did get a toothless stripper's vag in my face and she bit me for not thinking she was sexy. I think you need to go to the doctor again. <laughs> she bit me hard like on this, on like the little tendon that connects your neck to your shoulder to the point that I was like, get off me. Like I it was not good. <laughs> I want to say something here, but I'm not because it's rude. What? It has to do with you getting bit by someone before. Oh, oh yeah. I get bit a and lot. And how I think it's upsetting that you were so quick to get tested then, but not... <laughs> When probably the dirtiest person alive infected you. No, no, because she didn't break the skin. I was ready for the bite. I, I like thought like hardened thoughts, mm-hmm. like it was rock. Mm-hmm. Also, I was wearing a coat. She mm-hmm. bit me through my coat. Jesus Christ! It was a thick like jean coat too. It <sighs> still hurt. I I would say if the saliva Her three hit you, good teeth are sharp. That's what I'm she saying. She files them. Woo! Idaho. I everyone. would say if the saliva hit you, you would have to go to the doctor, but it didn't, so you're okay. Worst strip club of all time. Or best. It Depends was on who so you talk to. Gross. I would consider it best. You would consider it per- worse, but you know, tomato, oh, tomato. I am hoping that I'm creative this month, though. Okay, February for you. You drew the five of coins. Uh, the five is always like a half waypoint so keep that in mind when we read any of us that draw fives five means halfway five is halfway ten is like all you the have way. mastered all the way that's why it's so ten noelle has mastered fucking herself over and then just sitting in her own it was mess. a ten too so yeah that's a bummer anyway go on yeah so you do the five of coins which is about money career and home um this is like uh you've done an accomplishment and now you just get to enjoy it um basically you are you set something up it's gonna happen and then you just get to like relax and bask in your accomplishment Mm -hmm. or kind of bask in your um your comfort Mm -hmm. so um something's gonna happen that has to do with like your um lifestyle in terms of home career and money which all those things are very connected Mm -hmm. so i just think like in big picture in noelle's life like not personal relationships but like something to do with your job and stuff Mm -hmm. things that stress you out let's assume maybe your ten of blades card your job Mm -hmm. um things are going to change at home that chill you out Mm -hmm. and that could be money or whatever also also uh i got a real hot quote here for you oh god you said this while you were getting the reading oh i feel like i'm on trial yeah you are i need a lawyer noel where's kardashian (laughs) so we got the cards what that's the lawyer you want yeah he got oj off of murder you motherfucker of Uh, course i want him it's true he also murdered that person and then was like no wait i'm a woman now everyone forget i did that god pretty good um Uh, fucking kardashian threw away the evidence i want that type of lawyer yeah yeah okay so you were looking at the card and in the card there's a woman relaxing on a farm Mm -hmm. and she was very chill and it was kind of her enjoying the fruits of her labor and then in the background was a man who i think is just representative of everyone else who's still like working very hard Mm -hmm. and you said and i quote this guy looks like he's going to rape (laughs) (laughs) by the way i want you to know the look on erica's face was like like over to me like you know when jim looks at the camera in the office (laughs) like what the fuck but he did okay you're not explaining she's in no danger she's fake and on a card i looked at that and i was like this is going to be a problem next card if these cards were a series in a scene next card that girl's vanished 
Next card, missing posters go up. I That girl was leisurely sitting on the <laughs> fucking ground up against a fence, like smelling a flower. And then this creepy old farmer sucking on a piece of wheat with like literally a side eye, like almost like he's trying to look down her shirt is just standing behind her. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking out for the girl in the card. Yeah. Okay. No, you're fine. What if that girl is me? I don't know if it's just that I haven't seen you in five days, but you have no inner monologue today. Do you know that? Yes. You have talked a lot. I know. And you are just, <laughs> you have no fear of free speech jail today. Never. It's, you're very, speaking recklessly, I'm about it. It's Thank 2018. You. Thank Let's you. speak recklessly. I've been trying and to. later on, that's going to make sense. It will. Yeah, because it it's ties into your theme. But because continue. I'm a train wreck. No, um, it's because it's not because you're back. I mean, great that you're back. I finally get to fucking unload all of my garbage. <laughs> oh no! And all of the thoughts about serial killers and OJ Simpson I've had. But honestly, it's because for um eight to ten hours a day, I'm sitting in silence, uh, just screaming internally mm -hmm. about um the UFO footage that I can no longer find. Oh, the online. FBI footage? Yeah. I'm we'll find it after so, this. So I mean I found it. Oh, I okay. found it, but it was not easy. It was like pulled <laughs> from fucking Twitter, I swear to God. And then like literally I like got out of work and saw our friends Cameron and Rachel. And then I was like, So you guys, the FBI, the CIA and aliens, it's all real. What about religion? When's that's gonna we got into a debate about aliens oh. and I was just like, I need to get it together. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. This is 2018, Noel, where I don't have a filter and I just let you know about all this shit in my head. Okay. February for you. Okay. Woo. These notes are troubling. Um, you got the queen of coins. Boom. Um, and it's like she was talking about Lady Godiva. So I wrote naked on a horse. Yeah. Dope. Um, how you treat others. Oh, this month is um, how you treat others is very important. Yes. You need to be emotionally honest. Uh, you need to cry into ice cream. Okay, yeah. You need to feel deeply. Lots of crying. I'm very. I'm emphasizing crying a lot. Um, get uncomfortable and feel things. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, in our 2018 episode, I was like, my goal is to be like a more feeling person this year and really like give in to my emotions, which mm -hmm. I normally don't do, mm -hmm. which has prevented me from not dealing with a lot of stuff, but dealing with it with help. Mm -hmm. I've solved a lot of my problems by myself, and it is taxing. Yeah, it's not good. Um. Yeah, I'm capable of it, but that doesn't mean I should do it, right? No, it doesn't. You should talk to other people. It's I tough. loved that that was your February because I agree. I feel like you're on the right track with it, with opening up to people. It is hard and embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it's wildly embarrassing. It could be worse. It's okay. No, it really could, could. be worse. Uh, not in 2018 so far, could but still worse. it's pretty bad. Could be worse. <laughs> I don't think it could be. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me just pause <laughs> this real quick. Let me pause this episode and let me bring up a situation that happened. Okay? Oh, no. Beautiful drag queen Courtney Act. Mm -hmm. um, passable biological woman as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, you know, Courtney Act from Australia. Yes. Basically, the whole entire country of Australia looks at Courtney Act as their Britney Spears. She's um, either hosting or about to present an award or something in a big, giant, like, 
award ceremony that's live on TV. Sure. She walks out, beautiful blonde hair, perfect makeup, tiny little body, perfect little abs, gorgeous outfit, crop top that's like sequency mermaid, and a matching high-waisted to the floor skirt that has like a slit. Killing it. Just stunning and like gorgeous heels. Yes. 10 out of 10. She's walking, okay, to the mm-hmm. front of the like stage, the microphone, but strutting it, looking hot as fuck. Okay? Sure. Trips, <laughs> but saves it. In saving it, she steps on her skirt and it rips off. Oh. Rips off of her like a fucking wet band-aid, just slippy slides off. And there's a video of this? Video, yes. Okay. It is all over. And she, um, fun fact, drag queens tuck. Yes. Which is where they magically do um, sorcery to their genitalia. Some like pop their nuts inside of them and just duct tape their dick in between their butt crack. It's honestly amazing. It's a feat in itself. And she's using clear tape. I'm assuming clear duct tape. No. To tuck. And she's not wearing panties. Yikes. So you just see perfectly this vagina shape that's actually like a very upset and contorted penis uh-huh. that has been duct taped back. And she struggles to get that skirt off the ground to cover her crotch and like run backwards. No. On live television. No. Okay, well, I... In I, your damn panties. Okay, well, I emotionally did that this year already, but it's okay. You didn't. Uh, March. Okay, March. I'm just saying it could be worse. It could. Well, I agree with you that your it could literally... Your dick and literally... balls could be out while they're also squished uh, yeah. on live TV. I was going to say, the squished part is where it gets me because I... So just know it could be worse. Whenever you, th- whenever you're having a bad day, <laughs> think about that. I, think about being on the top oh. of your game, and then just your genitals are out on live TV, looking like mashed potatoes. That literally could be in my future, but well, I hope so because I'd love to see it. Anyway, <laughs> your March, Queen of Hearts. Okay, so the Queen is about nurturing and being emotionally available to other people. In this case, mm-hmm. the Queen and the King. Anytime they come up, they want to give you advice. So um, the queen comes up, and as of hearts, she wants you to like be there for people. So this is you. This month of March for you is all about you're going to have an opportunity to be emotionally available to someone who needs you a lot, and you can say no or yes to that. Mm-hmm. And if you say yes to that, it's going to be good. So you have a chance to be loving and supportive in like really be an emotional rock for someone i don't know how if you've ever done that or been that person for someone i'd say so okay so you're ready yeah i'm ready i will say i wrote this you didn't say anything but i made a personal note of you that says doesn't seem stoked <laughs> so didn't look pumped on that card but yeah so this month um is a fairly normal month but the biggest thing that will happen is you having the opportunity to be someone's emotional uh, guide or savior. I think I said this to Erica during the reading, which I mean, this might be a little personal, but whatever you guys know, if I can talk about fisting someone, I think I could get a little fucking real, right? Yeah. So um, March is a weird month for me because it's both a happy, very happy time and also a very sad time. March is when 
Um, Tyler and Rachel's birthdays are two of my favorite people on this fucking earth. Sure. And then it's, and also Nikita, my sweet fur baby. Okay. Her birthday as well. Very important. Yeah. And then it's also Jeff's birthday. Um, my ex who passed away. And I always feel a lot of weight and weird shit because, you know, like fucking social media likes to destroy you. Yes. And be like, hey, remember this memory from five years ago? Have fun crying. Like, so it's really tough. And um, specifically in 2018, um, his headstone should be here. Yeah. And I'm like mentally preparing to like see my name on a fucking tombstone. Oh, no. You're okay. So I like know that's coming. And so it's like super weird. Um, also, like birthdays, like they're right after each other. So like, well, one day we're celebrating with with like Tyler and having a great time the next day is like Jeff's birthday and it like all hits and I know his family is going to want to do something special because his headstone should be in for his birthday and um so it's a it's a weird month it's been a weird month for me the past year and um so it's weird that like that card got pulled on this month that I'm going to have to be there for someone well, and maybe- I'm like that's the best thing for you when you're when I I personally feel like when I'm feeling the worst the easiest way for me to deal with it is to help someone else. Yeah. Cuz you try to then you like push your shit down. Uh, well, push it mm, way down. <laughs> I don't know if I push so it down. So down. I think in giving other people advice sometimes I get you information for myself yeah. and I'm like I'll just apply this to myself. Yeah. I almost always think of it in terms of like annoyed with myself like you have to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But again, I deal with a lot of problems by myself. There's a lot of really intense things. A lot of people don't know. Not even the closest people to me that I've dealt with, like even in my career. And uh, I just fucking don't. I just deal. It's, I think it's good. The biggest thing I think we both kind of had in our readings is that we have to be more open to people. Yes. And emotions, which I agree we're both very bad at. We both deal with it differently, but it's um, we deal with them in not healthy ways. Yes. Which is a problem. I'm a robot and you are a dysfunctional robot. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so it's um it's interesting that that is a theme for both of us and we both have to like manage it in different ways, but at the end of the day we both handle emotional shit poorly. True. Emotion it's funny too because it's like not be more open cuz both of you and I I think people would assume are wildly open. Very open. But it's like okay, yeah, you're open but you're just saying things because mm-hmm. you're okay with saying things. You speak recklessly and yeah. that's both of our shit but yeah. uh feeling I, recklessly that's the problem is not something i do often and yeah. i'm going to work on it yeah so if you are in any remotely close to me be prepared for me to unload some of my problems on you have fun with that it is fun no it's not it's fun oh it's so awkward i will say um going back to what we were talking about before like five seconds ago um when you help other people it gives you insight and self-awareness yes And I always feel like sometimes I'll give such good advice to someone that I like go home and I'm like, bitch, you need to listen to your fucking self. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like teaching someone something. Yeah. You you teach someone to learn to skate and it helps you skate better. Exactly. So same thing. And then um, I also think one of the greatest bonds in friendship is honesty and being open. And um, when you are 
ruthlessly, almost brutally honest with someone about how you feel and the things you're going through. And then they either just listening is fantastic, honestly, because it even just alleviates that weight that feels like it's crushing you. Um, so even just like venting and not expecting any response, but even if you get a response, it's awesome. Or if they, then the person you confided into, they come to you later and like with their shit and it like makes you like fucking blood brothers of fucking sadness. And that is a special type of bond and love that I think friendship just evolves from. I just feel like my weight, I can feel the weight on them after I say things. I think you'd be surprised how strong our friends are. Um, that's not the point. But I that is, is nice of you to say. It is. Okay, anyway. Um You're are you done with my march? Yeah. I've uh, been done. Okay, let me talk about your march. <laughs> um, and my terrible notes. Okay. Oh god. Um you drew the four of staves, staves again. Boom, magic. I am writing crooked sideways, left to right, right to left, fucking horizontally, vertically. I am a it's manic. A, you have to solve a crossword puzzle in order to read your notes. Seriously, I was like, I'm going to be prepared and I'm going to write the months out on the papers. Then I can just write yeah, it real fast. Yeah, remember when you shit on me for taking up too much space? Much easier to read. Yeah, I'm regretting it now. There's a bunch of squiggly lines. Anyway. You will be emotionally and financially ready to move. Boom. Um, your journey will begin in March. Stand outside of the crowd. Oh, for like to see your yeah. life in perspective. Yeah, it was a king. The card is a picture of a king like sort of surveying his kingdom from the yeah. outside in. That sentence makes no sense when I read it, but I get what I'm saying. You're going to look at your life with perspective. Yes. Um, is the ship leaving or coming because in the card like it showed a kingdom and people at like the edge and it's um, like of a harbor if you will or yeah. a port and it's up to you to decide if your ship I'm assuming life or goals or whatever is coming or going yeah it could be a metaphor for moving or it could be a metaphor for certain things coming into your life. Mm -hmm. But either way, it's going to change things. And I'm going to be moving. I I mean, I'm sure the metaphor doesn't always have to be physical. Yeah. So we'll see. Something in March is going to move me along my path, basically. I wrote movement a lot. Um, mm -hmm. So decide if you're staying or going in March is the summary of it. And you'll be emotionally and financially ready to do so. Boom. Let's hope. Uh, emotional is really all that matters. I'll sleep in a car. I don't give a fuck. I'll sleep on a penny. I'll sleep on a penny. Um, April, for you, you drew the nine of cups. Um, and then I don't know why I made a note that says, make sure your cups are in order. Stop and enjoy who you have. Maintain relationships with people. Be emotional and be a peacemaker. Oh, yeah, that's why I said your cup's in order. So the Nine of Cups is all about you making sure, like, your all your friend group is is like coherent mm-hmm. and that you're like really taking stock of everyone who's an important part of your life and giving them attention and kind of being like, this is my group. These are all my people. I love all of you. Make sure everyone knows and kind of like um, appreciating everyone who you're with. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you might need to be a peacemaker and like fix a problem between two friends. Mm-hmm. And so that's interesting. Uh, I can see that happening and I am not okay. Do you have an idea of what it will be? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. 
Do some you... some people we know. And I can't say it uh-huh. on record. Okay. So, but I just like have fucking seen it coming. Uh-oh. And it is a problem. But that's fine. Because I... What? Nothing? <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay, cool. Is that one or both? One. Oh, God. Okay, so anyway, so... it's fine. Any That's some... There, I will probably have to be a fucking referee more like it than a peacemaker. Yikes. Okay, so also, um, th- I like connected these two cards because the opening yourself up to being f- with someone and being loving and supportive will also like dip into April where you're like, oh, okay, I was supportive and now I'm with all these people and um, taking stock of your friend group. Uh, that's so. what all your arrows were. Yeah. Another yeah. thing about the notes Shane took, lots of fucking arrows. The arrows help me stay organized. Yeah, only I know you. what they mean. Only you, like a fucking key. Anyway, um, what I was going to say to this one in particular is like, um, I have an amazing friend group. I love everyone in it. They're all amazing people. And I feel like the past few months, and I mean, once again, my fucking job, am I right? But like, since starting this new job, um my friend group kind of has we've all kind of like fallen apart not fallen apart but like we don't see each other as much anymore sure um and it's because we're all so busy a natural state of all like tight groups of friends anyone who's ever i know people there are people who've never had a friend group when you have like a group of adult friends who hang out a lot Mm-hmm. It it ebbs and flows like a relationship. Like you all fall apart. Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend at the same time, and you're sort of exploring those relationships, mm-hmm. and then it comes back together. And yeah, um, ours is especially. I mean, like, well, you and I have like a Venn diagram of friend group. Yeah, we have individuals, and they overlap. Mine has like fallen apart completely on one side, which mm-hmm. is super weird. Yeah. The comedy side. A lot of my friends have moved, um, and it's just weird. So I kind of get where you're coming from there. Yeah, but you uh, try. yeah, you've it's isn't that weird how that works? But yeah, yeah. continue. Sorry, it's, no. I don't know why I started saying that. I had like a point, and then I lost it thinking about our friend group. <laughs> it's okay. I know they are amazing, distracting people. Well, I think for us in particular, it's hard because a we're all adults. Yes. Um, a majority of my friend group is also transplants, like all people who aren't originally from Utah, which is like a special type of people, I would say, because a lot of people who live here now have always lived here and like have been best friends with their best friend for 30 years. Um, so having like a group of fucking transplants is like special. And everyone in our friend group is very creative and artsy and bold and loud and like loud in like what they do and what they love. Yes. And so everyone is like very passionate in their little niche thing. So it's like, and also being an adult, key fucking word, whatever that bullshit is, we have to be responsible to other things and can't just like fucking love each other and hang out every day in like some co-op, even though I wish I could. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. And I was, I've been talking to a lot of people about this, um, about how adult friendships are hard because you really have to try or else they will just disintegrate. Yeah. You have to fucking try. You have to try to meet up and hang out even if it's just at each other's house sharing a glass of fucking merlot you don't always have to go full fucking makeup to the nines 
put your purses in a circle and dance. You don't always have to do that. I recommend it, but you don't always. Just like hanging out with the, these people, even if it's in complete silence. Like I know that um, my best friends are my best friends because I can have deep conversations with them. I can have funny conversations with them and I can say nothing at all and it's still all amazing. Yes. And you have to work work on that and work for that. So I know I have to like do my due, due diligence with my friend group because they all deserve it and I love them. So, yeah. Too true. I'm I'm on it also. So your April, you got the major arcana, which is Boom. a big deal. Yeah. I put a question mark next to that because I forgot exactly what it meant. Yeah. Major arcana is just like a major... Um, it's Life just a event? Major, yeah. Like a major card. Mm-hmm. Um, you pulled... Um, I don't think I wrote it down. Justice. Um, decisions made in April will change the rest of your year. Boom. Karma is coming for you. Yeah. Either good or bad, it will balance out. So either I've done a lot and something good's coming to me and it's going to work out uh, in April or I've done bad things and bad stuff's going to come out. But yeah. either way, my karma is going to level out to zero in yep. April. And then um, I wrote in quotes, the seed is growing, um, which is funny. But um, Erica said, like, whatever seeds you've planted January, February, March, they are coming to fruition or starting to, like, your future plans and endeavors, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be positive, but if you know anything about my life, you know I have uh, an insane amount of negative karma coming my way. I don't know if that's true. That's very true. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> I mean, not like recently. I'm not saying I've done anything like in the last three years. Yeah. But like, um, definitely uh, when I was a younger man, I did a lot of things that I have not answered for. You don't think you fucking repented for those yet? <sighs> no, there's so much. Woo! Well, karma's okay. a motherfucker, <laughs> you know? May. May for you is about leaving or staying in a community. You drew the seven of staves. Uh, basically, it's a chance for you to choose to fit into a group or not. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean our friend group. It's just a community in general. And um, the notes here just say fucking do it and inner power. So it's all about you trusting your intuition and just deciding, do I want to be a part of this group or do I not? And what that group is, we have yet to know. I have a feeling it, it's a death cult. It could maybe be. It could be something, a new job. It could be a, maybe a new couple friends. Maybe you start a new project and meet people. Maybe you start roller derbying again. I don't know. Maybe could be anything. Don't roller derby. Just go skate at the skate park. I know. Park I can't. My body cannot roller derby again. Yeah, yeah. I like how you said that too. Roller derby. I play derby. Derby. I don't roller know. derby. That's fine. It's cool. I'm a nerd. I don't know how to say it's it. It's okay. I like it. All right. Um, your May. You pulled um the ten of staves. More fucking staves, my I man. I know I'm magical as shit. Staves. You got staves in the beginning. Staves again. It's insane. Anyway, um, so this month in particular, Erica was very fucking stoked for you. Yeah, she was like getting giddy when she was explaining this. Um, and she said, "You're gonna have cre- crazy creative energy." You're going to be so good at what you do. You're going to be a leader in whatever you're doing. 
And she feels like you're either going to be directing something or being a creative impetus. And I put a question mark next to impetus because I don't know what that means. Well, let's hope I get like something cool happens. Like I get to, I don't know, make something that's a big deal. Number of completion. Oh, 10. Because you pulled the 10. Yeah, yeah. So you're like at max fucking max super level. saiyan level oh, of whatever that, that is. pretty fucking cool. Let's hope that works out. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, the thing about your tarot card shit is that it was a lot about um, c- your creativity leading into success, yeah. which is fucking obvious, duh. Um, and you have so many creative ideas. Um, I feel like you have so many that you're not really doing all of them. Yes. And you have to like narrow that down and fucking organize that in order of importance and then start getting it done. That is a plan this year. I did organize some of it. Like I organized, uh, you know, and I went on this little tour and did that. And so, I mean, I'm I'm narrowing. I definitely have and more to do. And we have a though. live show. We do have a live show on this January week? 13th. Is that this week? Sure. What's time? Oh my God! It is this week. Ah! <laughs> we are not ready. Uh, you? Yes, we are. We're so prepared. We're professionals, Shane. We do this for not a living. <laughs> I just mean, in this moment, we're not prepared. I mean, I, that's true. You're a little high, and I'm. I don't know what's going on. Shh, don't tell people my secrets. Okay. <laughs> um, June for you. You drew the Ten of Cups. Hell yeah. Max level. So basically... Uh, Pull up, drank. That's what I think when you <laughs> say 10 cups. So uh, this is about you finally making enough money that you're very comfortable. Oh my which God. I know personally a lot about how you feel about money lately and that made me really happy. I was like... It made me very happy as well. I But I couldn't get too happy because I was like, this can change in a moment. Yeah. All she's got to do still... is pull a card and it's like, oh, and you died. <laughs> I liked hearing it though. You looked genuinely happy. I like fantasizing about you not being stressed about money because I think it ruins your life. It does. Um, We've talked about it in detail. Yes, we Um, have. And my goal is to be um, financially stable on my own. I want to be able to like not have to rely on anyone, whether it's calling on Tyler or my parents to bail me out. I don't want that. I want to be like Cardi B and pay my mama's bills. You You want to be a bad bitch. A hoe doesn't get cold. A hoe never gets cold. <laughs> okay, so also one of the cool things about this card is it was kind of like the build from February to June was, and this is a payoff for the success. Um, she did mention that now you have to be proactive, though. You've got the comfort. Now you need to maintain it, which um, is a good thing to tell you because uh, I personally know you pretty well, I'd like to think, and that seems like something you might do. Just be fucking Just complicit. be like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, no, I forgot to pay attention to it. It's on fire. I mean, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, so, And it's all about feasting, money, good times. Ten of Cups is a dope card. Hell yeah. When I looked at that card, I thought of Cersei Lannister. Yeah, you did say Cersei. it showed like royalty on a throne but looking Cer- very pleased. Cersei right after Robert dies, feeling pretty good about everything. Like, Not- I'm... Cersei now where she's a re- she's like a gross cousin fucking whore who murdered some of her kids on accident cousin fucking, and is you ruining mean brother everything. Fucking? She fucked her cousins too. But I think the most important one is the fucking brother. No, he's cool. Oh my god. <laughs> she gets the best. No, you get one. Here's the thing. If you oh fuck my god. one no, you're right. It's all fucked yeah, up. Don't I just like Jamie Lannister so don't much. Don't talk your way out of it. The thing about Cersei Lannister after um you know the Stark incident that I hate to talk about, the the 
deheading. D heading? It's a B heading. B heading. I was so close. You know, the alphabet is tough. (laughs) Alphabet's tough. D heading. Don't judge me. I didn't finish college. Oh, God. I didn't even finish high school. Well, you know what? That says a lot about our country, and that's not our problem. Yeah, it is. Anyway, about that, you want to be that level of Cersei because you want to be able to look at your life and go, "I'm there's no way that I'm supposed to be queen because there's my children, my heirs in front of me, my brother, but I'm going to make it fucking happen because I'm a go-getter. Yeah, hey, no, she, um, for all of her faults and character falls that i dislike she does go get it and then you're gonna have to go get it too what's up with me in june you in june you pulled the queen of blades Boom. and um erica wanted to point out that this is the polar opposite of the queen of cups that i got yes. um my first card which was um you mean the queen of uh you pulled the queen of uh Look on January. Or the Ten of Blades. Yeah, whatever it was. The super, my January card, which was depression and anxiety, and it looked like that Scream painting. Starry but a, Night. But like a cat. No, or no, not Starry Night. Bitch. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'm the so scream, sorry. Yeah. The guy who looks like a little alien, and he's just like, ah! Um, like that, but it's a girl, and everything's on fire. So you got the opposite of that. Yeah. Which is, I'm assuming, just prosperity and fabulousness and no fires. Did you write no other notes? No, I wrote notes. You oh, okay. dumb, dumb. Um, you have to, wow, what is that word? Be faithful? No. Maybe. It begins with an R, but I don't think that's right. It's okay. I'll figure it out. Queen of Blades, polar opposite of Queen of Cups. Be faithful. See? But that's an R. Revenge, wrathful. Wrathful. You spelled wrathful without a W. Thank you. You were... I was fast. doing it. You were writing fast. Ebonic style. Yeah, how yeah. does this sound, rat? That's not oh. how. That's not what ebonics is. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you I didn't finish. It's a very college. problematic episode for you. <gasps> Take it all back. Anyway, so moral of the story is I'm illiterate, and we're finding it out now, and that's a problem. Okay, um, feeling wronged, angered, and oh, 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 oh! I remember. This is when. Um, you're going to use rage as fuel. And um, so you're going to feel angered and empowered. Someone's going to wrong you and you're going to use that like fucking Harry Potter and take down Voldemort. And you are fueled on spite and hate and it's pretty fucking punk rock. Sweet. I'm about it. That is June for you. Yeah, I'm a fuck. You're gonna up. start your own fucking Voldemort's army because you're bummed because the Death Eaters killed your parents. Okay. And by Death Eaters, I mean Voldemort. Y'all know. Um, July for you. You drew the Knight of Cups. Now the Knight is a person, and the Cups uh is all about relationships. So someone's gonna try and mediate for you now because mm-hmm. you mediated for someone earlier. So you're going to be having a major issue with someone, and one of your friends is gonna have the chance to come and mediate. Not necessarily come to your rescue, but be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna help you work this out with this person," and then you are going to have the choice to tell them to fuck off or not. And that's all I wrote. Interesting. Yeah. Pretty I, cut and dry. It is pretty cut and dry. And it's funny because I've never really had problems with people that are like long lasting. There's only one that I can think of and I don't even consider it a problem, but I know that person has a problem with me. And as far as I'm concerned, that's their problem. Anyway, um, so I'm curious like if that's what that's going to be 
or if it's going to be something new, new hot goss, yeah. new drums that I've never experienced before. Well, if you're getting success, um, I'm sure there will be people mad at you about it. That's how success works. I mean, I feel it. I know what you're saying. Um, People are just mad because I got like two fucking followers on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. I've I've said it a million times before. Put it on my fucking tombstone. Being the coolest person in Salt Lake still makes you the world's biggest fucking loser. Sure. So. I don't know what I want on my tombstone. Better think of it. I will. I'll think of it by the end of this episode. Okay, thank you, Lou. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, your July. Watch for depression and self-doubt. You drew the Ace of Blades. Ace of Spades. Anyway. Speed <laughs> of entire suit. What? Seed. Seed. Yeah. I crossed out the always, P. The ace is always the seed of the entire suit. So whatever the suit I wrote represents. speed of entire suit and then I crossed out the P. Oh, nice. Seed of entire suit. Um, you're going to need to use your wit and not emotion. Yes. This whole month will have um theme of your brain. Yeah. So no one's... I remember her telling me this because I was very... This one was really interesting to me. She basically was like, there was no... Your feelings aren't going to matter. No one's going to give a shit about how you feel. Everyone's going to want... No, that's next month. Oh, no. I wrote that exact Oh, so this one's all about using my wit and cunning to not get crushed. Oh, well, actually, it's mentioned here, too. It says... um. Depression and manic genius is going to fuel you. Okay. Fuel well, you. I would I'd like to think that's Rely, my everyday life. Right. <laughs> Rely on cunning and smarts. You're going to be needing to make cold, calculated decisions. Well, I'm fucked. And no one cares if you're charming. Okay. Also, I don't know if I just real. threw that in there as a dig or <laughs> fucking that's what she said. No one cares if you're charming does sound like something you would just think about me in everyday life. So Just I have don't... pizza with me. Order the pizza, Shane. No one fucking <laughs> cares if you're charming. Oh, my God. I really don't even remember her saying Are that. Are you projecting onto me? My fucking subconscious just came out and wrote that clear as day sentence. I don't think I try to be charming that often. Yeah, because no one cares. Exactly. Okay. August. Okay. Uh, you got the maiden of coins. Now, the maiden is also a person, and coins is also about money, home, stability. Um, this is all about you studying and doing, quote, ass work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So ass work is just like dirty work, but not necessarily dirty work because it could just be like buckling down and really doing the basics and learning something. She, I remember her bringing up like, this isn't necessarily like school. This could be like internship or like starting a job where it's like not necessarily the best, but you're doing it because you know that upward mobility is in your future possible and fast. Totally. And so the notes I wrote were literally just prepare to be prosperous, do the work, learn stuff, don't be lazy. And then I wrote, it might not be school necessarily. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, it was interesting because like, um, uh, you know, and a few of our friends know, um, a job opportunity for um, a forensic evidence administrator mm-hmm. has come in my realm. And um, we all know that I am nowhere qualified for that fucking job. Okay, well, if they're listening, she's just joking because this is a funny podcast. This is a satire. wildly qualified. I I already had that job, but I left because I was too good at it. Twice. I mean, I ran the company. I built it from the ground up. Crimes were solved because of me. She did so much forensics to all the dead 
bodies. Saved, saved hundreds of dead bodies. She saved. Saved them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but in an alternate universe, um, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to like the fucking University of YouTube my way into knowing this job and what comes with it. So. That's how I do comedy. You know what? That's how everyone should just do life. <laughs> you know? Um, just Photoshop a fucking certificate from yeah. Stanford and be like, hello, I'm your lawyer. How how did I do in August? Um, August, you drew the Jack of Blades. Um, this The year is taking a turn. No one cares about your personality, but what you can do. Boom. Fucking a little bit roasted there. Um, arrogant asshole who will backstab you will come into your life. They will know a lot and not be positive, but will be useful. Cool. Oh, so this is like foreshadowing some fucking evil supervillain who's going to come into your life and be like, hey, I've been around the block. I've been doing this for a while. I know what's up. Also, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm imagining someone taking me on tour and then like ditching me somewhere horrible like Florida, mm-hmm. and I'm just eaten by alligators. I was thinking darker things, so I'm glad you stayed there. Okay, yeah, you're really, uh, you're going for it tonight. All just out of control upstairs. I know, I know, I know. Yikes. I'll keep those dark thoughts to myself. Okay, is that all then? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll look for a shadowy figure in September, get what I need out of him, and kick him out before he backstabs me. Yeah, I also... Or her. You never know. We're them. I'm, We're yeah. fucking all inclusive here. Yeah, it's 2018. We eat ass, and sometimes we say them. Yeah, get fucking woke, everybody. I mean, also, I don't want to because whatever. Be woke or eat ass. Uh, no, I'll do both. Okay, cool. I'll be I'll be woke and eat ass. Think I think there's no other way. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a Republican senator out there saying he doesn't want people to get married, but he's given someone a rusty trombone. But he's that's different. You know that's different. I mean, he's kind of woke. I mean, in a closeted homophobic, fucking racist, horrible, you ruining the world type of way. Sure. I was gonna say. I envision this person, this bad guy, this evil villain, mm-hmm. looking like the bad guy from Princess and the Frog for that Disney movie. Okay. So he's like an evil voodoo man. You got to watch out for that. I think I had a premonition. Watch out for an evil voodoo man. Okay. I just realized I've never had a rusty trombone. What the fuck, every lady I've ever been with? <laughs> you don't strike me as a man who's into ass play on yourself. No, I thought a rusty trombone was when she eats your ass and jacks you off. Yeah, I don't think that you're letting anyone eat your ass. It's happened. Interesting. Yeah. If I feel, if I'm like cleaned up, I'm like, yeah, sure. Go. As long as I know everything is going to go well. Because you're, you're, if you don't feel like you're ready, you're not letting anyone down there, right? Never. Yeah, so I just don't feel ready very often. But okay. if I felt ready, a girl was like, yeah, let me in there. I'd be like, your funeral, baby. Yeah, how are those girls doing? Are they okay? <laughs> Trust me, the, the types of girls who want to eat my ass, nothing can stop them. <laughs> I'd hope so. I worry for <laughs> no, their health and safety. Nothing can stop them. They're if just... you ate Shane's ass, contact me. I want to <laughs> know how you're doing. I want to know if you've been to a doctor oh, or a therapist. Maybe both. Mm. I hope you're doing well. They all are fine. Actually, no. One of them's dead. I should not be oh, laughing. Oh, my God. She died in a skiing accident. <gasps> what? Are you yeah. for real? I'm being serious. How recently? Uh, Not very. 
Okay. Yeah, well, it was a while ago I before I met you. You can laugh a little. Well, Not it wasn't funny. Like I was actually pretty bummed out. I used to work with her at the ski resort. It doesn't oh matter. Oh my god. Yeah. How does I was that a feel? young man. I was. This was like eleven years ago. Does anyone even close to her possibly could listen to this podcast? No, there's no okay. possible way. How did you feel when you found out that someone who ate your ass died? I cried so hard, so 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 hard. It actually sucked because she asked me to cover the shift she died on, and I didn't. <gasps> Yeah, fucking suck. I hope that you like. Put... I cried so hard when I found out that they let me go home from work. Like they were just like someone drive him off the mountain. Like they had a shuttle only take me home. Wow, which is like an hour drive because you have to take a shuttle to and from the ski resort. When I worked there, uh-huh. it was brutal. I hope that you went home and uh, <laughs> squatted on a mirror and. Uh, oh my god! You fucking told bitch. your ass what happened. <laughs> you fucking. <bitch. laughs> <laughs> I hope your asshole was okay. Oh my god, I did cry really hard. It was crazy. Um, that was sorry about that. Eh, it's all right. Also, I'm fine. I mean, well, people pass. Away. I'm sure she's not the only person I've slept with that's passed away. She was just the only person that I was close to at the time that passed away. Yeah, what a bummer topic. Next episode. How many <laughs> people have we hooked up with that are now dead? I mean, there half of our listeners are like not into it and they're like this is fucked up please go back to the I other know, stuff but some of our listeners are, are like but how very many? interested know in that topic. we have numbers and that's sad and uh r.i.p to all of you uh listen god, god satan bless somewhere <laughs> around a thousand people listen to us on christmas so there are fucked up people i know it, <laughs> I know it. okay anyway september back to this fucking woo fucking that was a weird turn Am I reading your September now? Yes, yeah, Major Arcana alert. Woo, woo. You, this is a major card for you. First time. Yeah. So this one's the magician. You just drew the magician. Hell yeah. Which is about like, it's actually literally a magician. And as we know, magicians, flip it, reverse it, make, make it, it work, work for, for them, you. create their own reality. So this Pull is all about- rabbits out of hats. So card she, tricks. She was very specific that you have to be tricky and shady in order to learn something or like push yourself forward in your life. So you can't doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to fake it in order to make it. Lie your ass off. Just do it. And it's going to affect your life in a fucking major way. I can see a lot of things. This is you getting your job at the place. And they're like, have you ever worked with a dead body? And you're just going to be like, yeah, I see them all the time. Yeah, I am a dead body. Exactly. I'm a And then you get in there. Oddly enough, I have a story that relates to this. When I got the job at the ski resort, uh-oh, uh-oh. I lied about being able to ski yes. and learned on my first day to get that job. So fake yeah. it till you make it. It's and then you're just like, oh, sorry, I accidentally took NyQuil this morning. A little off today. That's why I'm eating shit constantly. No, they just thought I was a bad skier. I mean. I did get good, though. I love it. You know, the biggest, it's so cliche, but the best fucking advice anyone will give you is fake it till you make it. Yeah, when applied correctly, you can apply it so wrong. People can be like, fake it till you make it. And then they're like, do you know how to race cars? And you're like, yeah. And then you die in a car wreck. I mean, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But within reason, fake it till you make it. Yeah, if you got to zhuzh up your resume a little bit to fucking get a better job, to be better. Or tell yourself you're more confident or impressive than you are to talk to a girl. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're hot. Believe it. Does it work? And then, nope. Mm. Never does. 
And then I stare at myself for too long and I cry because I'm ugly. Ugh. It doesn't help that our friends are literally the prettiest people. I know. Two of our friends are so pretty that people I don't know message me not to try to fuck them, but just because they want to talk about how pretty they are. I know it. That's real. I know. It happens regularly. We are friends with professional models and yeah. uh, that's a fucking and bummer. I'm missing a tooth and I talk about my dick for money. You I have shit a mustache. Have a mu- yeah, it's not good. We are failing. <laughs> I shaved my mustache today, though. Oh, my God. We are... I shave my pants and I have a mustache. Think about how good looking they look when we're with them, though. I know it. You know, everyone knows that in a group of a friend group, you got to have your fucking twos to make your eights look like tens. Wait, are we the grenades? I think so. Mm. I'm, I'm the only real grenade because you have someone who's just like constantly absorbing the blast from your explosion <laughs> currently. And that it's might true. not be as much of a metaphor as we think it is. It's not. Uh, uh. I'm a literal grenade in the physical and emotional way. I'm going to explode and bring a gun to work. No, I'm just kidding. Erase that. Blast. Erase it. Yeah. I thought, well, you will explode. And by that, I mean, you'll shit yourself. And I'm you're sorry. I get so sick. Tell me about September. Um, you're gonna shave pants. I have you. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever shaved your pants? I don't remember. Yeah, we've talked about this, but not recently. Not what? as recent as you. I'm gonna poison you. So I you all thought I was gonna shit my pants in Montana. I'll give you that. Why didn't you? Because I I just held it in with my body. I'm a grown man. I'm like I'll tighten my butthole. But what if you're so out. sick and you don't know and you can't trust a fart or a sneeze? Then if you can't trust it, don't do it. If but someone if offers, it, that's like oh. I can't, a shady man offers you a drink. I'm not just going to take it. You did, though. Well, I took a photo. Okay, so someone did creepily give me a drink in Idaho, and I looked at it, and then I was like, fuck this drink. I took a photo of it for Snapchat, and then I did not drink the drink. I actually gave it to some lady. (gasps) She wanted it. You just date raped someone by proxy. No. Well, if if what happens to her is none of my business. Oh, my God. I didn't take her home. I'm calling the police on you. Mm. Complicit. It's Wyoming. Nothing. There's no law. I know. She probably recreationally does horse tranquilizer. So it's (laughs) just going to like get rid of her headache. Anyway. Seriously. September. Um, You got the, um, I think that says fate major. Yes. Fate card. Fate major. Okay. I just started to write in cursive at this point mm-hmm. because my hand hurt sure. um, and my personality's changed. So anyway, really important decisions that will follow you for years happening in September. Remember she said the fate card is something that magical people almost that usually draw. Mm-hmm. So this is a reoccurring theme for both of us. You're a magician. I am a magician. But I've known this based on your weird button up shirts. That are flowy and also tight at the same time. Anyway. Magic. It is. <laughs> illusions. You can uh. make a change and it will happen. If you do magic, really fucking mean it. As in like if you do some sort of magical ritual. Yeah. So if I'm putting shit out into the universe, I need to want it. I can't just like half haphazardly be like haphazardly be like, oh, I think I want to do a spell because I want to like you know, meet someone and then I'm going to monkey paw myself. A monkey paw is 
Have you ever? Do you know what a monkey paw is? Nope. Can you, you tell by this face? You find a monkey paw. I don't want to find a monkey paw. You don't. But you find a monkey paw and it's magical. And then you hold it and you make a wish. And then one of the fingers closes and it gives you what you wish for, like a genie. But it fucks you up. So, like, let's say you wish to be the best person on your basketball team. You take damage. No. What? This isn't D&D. Okay. And then it makes everyone else on the basketball team so bad that you're the best person. So it twists Uh, your wish. So you get what um, you wish for, but it fucks you over. What? Where's this monkey paw coming from? A magical shop. Is this humanely obtained? No, it's never. The monkey is in a lot of pain in order for it to be magical. I'm sure of it. That's a problem with me. I know. So monkey paws aren't vegan, but you don't want to wish on that monkey paw anyway. Okay. It's like a shady genie. Yes, it is a shady genie. It's like a genie from Detroit, Michigan. Whoa. Continuing with the problematic theme here. These are facts. It's true. Everyone in Detroit is shady as fuck. Yeah, it's not even like a city anymore. It's like the Middle East. The, The movie RoboCop is real life. Yeah. Except for we don't have a robot. We don't cop. even have a RoboCop. It's no, just we chaos don't. and fire. We don't even have like a good non-RoboCop. I, we don't even have HumoCop. I watched a video while watching metal detecting videos. It popped up in my recommended. Sorry uh-huh. for this two-hour episode, but these are important things I have to tell you about YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> it was in. They were in Detroit and like a part of the city that was just fucking vacant, abandoned, sad. And they were in, they were like, not sure. They're guys who metal detect, but they also go in abandoned buildings, which is my second favorite hobby I don't have. Shit. Looking in abandoned buildings. Uh, Like fucking drug cartels, abandoned mansions, because they're all in prison. Yeah. Those are cool. Anyway. Danger. I mean, but it's fun. Live life on the edge. Maybe find some gold. No pennies. Anyway. So they're in this abandoned bank in Detroit, just opening fucking lockers in a bank vault looking for fucking shit. Yeah. And I'm like, Detroit is falling apart. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) And why isn't anyone talking about it? Because it's scary. Also, Flint, Michigan, they don't have clean water. Who do we have to call? Ghostbusters? Who's solving these problems? Michigan is bad. How do we help them? We don't. Do we start a Kickstarter? Help Detroit? Do we kickstart Detroit? I think we have to. Oh, I think they should move. If like fucking Brittany can kickstart her shitty fucking screenplay that she wrote when she was 11 about not getting a horse, even though she deserved Britney it. Britney Spears? No, just Britney anybody. Oh, okay. Just the Britney in your life. Spears is the Britney in my life. Well, lucky you. Yeah. Um, If she can fucking kickstart for her shitty little movie to be made, we can kickstart to save Detroit. It's true. Are I'm going to start it and share it. Anyway, fucking... Are we on to October? Your yeah. concern for Detroit is interesting. Noted. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm passionate People, about if it. If anyone listens to us from Detroit, please message us. I will help you in some way. I'll send Shh. you a sandwich. She will not. I don't know. Do you need a Brita filter? I don't know how to help. <laughs> help me help you. This is... I like that one of the notes says this is rough. Okay, here we go. This is October. Supposed to be my birthday month, but the saddest month for me, possibly? Yeah. Firstly, it's a major arcana. You got the star, which means hope. Which means, like, have fun, fuck everything, put everything you have into art, and being happy and proactive. By the way, uh, September was really rough for you. It's, like, supposed to be really bad. And now... Wait, August. Wait, did we not do September? I'm lost. I got, I, you know, I was too stuck on Detroit. I was really feeling for Detroit. I forgot to feel for myself. 
typical me yeah says I, this reading no why is september se- september i don't remember you saying september being bad for me um it it is though okay. i forgot to say it was supposed to be bad okay i think that she said september was bad after she pulled october. oh yeah because of october she was september like october bad. gives us perspective on september it's bad surprise but, it's bad so september's bad october's better now you renew love and hope cool so october's all about having fun putting everything into art being proactive and like discovering hope and love i remember her saying yeah, in october so it's still, your birthday month is great yeah i remember her saying in october specifically that like um uh the artistic and creative things you do this month will mean a lot yes and i remember that specifically because october take my birthday out of it is my busiest month ever always we talk about dying yeah every october i almost die um and i always try to go out like doing everything saying yes to everything being as creative as possible never sleeping always creating hell yeah because the goal is to um become the living incarnation of the month of october totally so i hope that that happens for me next year i think so this year this year i forgot it's 2018 what do i got going on in october october you pulled the sun and i wrote game of thrones nice so fucking read that however you will um, top of your game. You're on the top of your game. Shit. You're um, mastering everything. You sacrifice something to be here. Um, I just. I like, think it's like a card where I'm like, or the, I'm supposed to be like very aware of all the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So I've sacrificed you have to be so humble. much and now it's paying off. Yeah. It's not even being humble as much as just like you've sacrificed so much to get here. Now it pays off. Um, dark side to success. Yeah, about me being aware of the horrible shit I've done to get where I am. Yeah, you killed a person, hit a body. If you're gonna blow up, it will happen this month. Woo woo. Okay, so that's cool. Never forget the pain and sacrifice to get you where you are now. Bitch, how could I? I know, you know, those dead bodies haunt you. Okay, okay. I was referencing Game of Thrones, November Tyrion Lannister. For you. You drew the King of Blades. The King is all about taking action. He gives you advice. Blades is all about intellect and solving problems. So you've been sh- through shit. Now it's time to be smart and not emotional. Don't be emotional. So this month is all about you putting on your Noelle isn't trying to feel. She's trying to be logical and solve problems hat. A tough hat, but I think I can manage. I think you can manage. You are much more emotional than you let on. But I can't be emotional. You're not. I don't think you're emotional outwardly. I think you're emotional inwardly. That's the worst kind. Yeah, I think you uh, definitely are. Um, yes. That's why I cry in the shower where no yeah, one can see. No, exactly. You're a deep reservoir. You're like... um. A pond that's really smooth on top, but if you step into it, the current will sweep you up and you'll drown. With the leeches and the piranhas. Okay, um, sure. Mm-hmm. You're already drowning, but you can also be eaten by piranhas if you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. All sides. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, pro tip out there, if you cry in the shower and then you get out of the shower and someone's like, were you crying? And you're just like, no, I just got shampoo in my eye. Perfect excuse. Nailed it. Always tough. Then they go into the bathroom and they see you use baby shampoo. X-Files theme plays. Also, everyone, watch the new X-Files. Okay, November for you. Yes. Time to work on yourself. Ooh, baby. Um, You drew the six of blades. 
Um, I just wrote nightmares. Oh, nightmares and bad dreams apparently will be your downfall or part of your downfall potentially if you let them this huh. month. Um, intentionally going to a mentally hard place to hurt yourself in order to pull inspiration. It kind of seemed like I got a lot of success and then I feel guilty about the success. So I'm trying to remember like what it was like to hurt before so that I'm not like guilty about being having it easy or something. This card for me, for you, if that made any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it did. Okay. I'm having a stroke. It's okay. Kind of reminds me of uh, the Post Malone song, Falling Apart, because it's about someone in high school, but he, and it's very emotional, very powerful, but he's like 24, 25. Uh-huh. So he also not 24 had, or 25 in high school. No, 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 no. He's out of high school. <laughs> so he intentionally went back to a hard place in order to pull inspiration. He intentionally went back to high school when everyone's a bitch. So uh-huh. he could write this song about a bitch breaking his heart. And it is a number one fucking banger. Yeah. It's Sad a good boy song. banger. Good one. My faves. Sad boy songs. So anyway, time to work on yourself. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm ready. Also, pro tip, work on yourself all year round. For yes, everyone. We are all broken. Don't forget that you're not complete. Every time you're like, "Oh, I feel good." With this is a theme last episode. Yeah. Oh, I feel good. I've, I'm feeling really good where I am. Don't rest. Keep working on it. December for you. You drew another major arcana. Woo woo. Oh, uh, this is your fate card. So funny that we both drew the fate card. Because we're magical. That's right. I'm a wizard. Um, now you're a you, wizard, Harry. <laughs> basically, this is all about you. Just like you said to me, making a decision that's going to affect the next. 10 years probably i do not like those odds 10 years is a long time yeah and then i wrote uh you said at one point while she was talking to you uh out loud to no one in particular do i want to go to mars what was that about you were just like am i gonna is the decision am i gonna be an astronaut oh yes because what other decisions will affect you for 10 years you're not going to be an astronaut astronaut, Mm -mm. specifically not really an astronaut but being um the first people to inhabit mars i think that you get kicked out of astronaut school first day if you can't name the planets in order don't you bring that up on me. <laughs> oh, man. Do not blame me, but our failing public school system. How's my December look? Fucker. <laughs> December, um, don't hoard, you fucking hoarder. Really? And then treat yourself. Um, oh, that's right. You pulled the jack of coins. This is the first time in your life you're financially stable. Oh, fucking sh- congratulations. Just, just 31 years later. Thinking about it. No, I'll be 32 in December. Oh, my God. Yeah. It only On took your me 32nd old. birthday, you're going to go get a scratcher and win a million dollars. Fuck yes. So congratulations. Please get my teeth fixed. Yeah. Both of us. All veneers. We have talked about it. The first thing we do when either of us gets rich is both of us get veneers. That's the rule. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. This fucking forever now. Yeah. It's basically a contract. This is me verbally signing my name. You have to do yours now. Yeah. No, I I Say agree. We, one of ver- us gets... This which, is me verbally signing my name. <laughs> I verbally sign my name. Thank you. If one of us this gets This is rich, a binding contract. Both of us get veneers. And if that doesn't happen, we get to kill the other person. <laughs> With how you'll never be able to defeat me. My teeth will be too nice. I will... 
take a bat I'll to get, them. I'll uh, get shark do not... teeth like Riff Raff and I'll fucking bite you. If you do not fix my teeth with your millions, <laughs> I will break all of yours in your sleep. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> um, you've dared all, been through some shit, take a vacation, underlined. Yeah. She was emphasizing that you need to take a vacation this month because you earned it, girl. Treat uh, yourself. I've been on like two vacations in my adult life and um, I don't feel like I've been on any vacations. One of mm-hmm. them was last year and it fucking kind of sucked for me. And then the one before that was okay, actually. What was the one before that? Um, When I went uh, and got engaged at Disneyland. But that was like all about me doing something for someone else. I haven't been on like a vacation where it was yeah, like... Yeah, that's not really a vacation. That was like an event. <laughs> yeah, it was stressful too. I was like planning shit and, yeah. it, and it costed me a lot of money. And so, so yeah, I guess maybe I've never really been on a vacation. Yeah. Because, I've... oh, that's right. Because then last year wasn't about me either. No. Mm-hmm. Never been on vacation. Yeah. Um, I have also never been on vacation. Whenever I go somewhere, it's always because of something. Like, yeah, I went to New York. I didn't really get to hang out. I was visiting my family who I haven't seen in 10 years. Um, when I go to California, I'm like going to doctor's appointments that my mom has set up and is dragging me to because I don't take care of myself. I'm not really going on vacation. You went to Disneyland with me last year. Yeah, but I also found out that I hate Disneyland. Oh, that's a bummer. That not, is real. You never forget. I'll never forget. Okay. What was my December? Um, oh, yeah. You're yeah, saying you're finished yeah, out? Yeah. Okay. No, take a vacation. You can afford it. Do something for yourself that you've always wanted. And then she was saying how, like, this being the first time you're financially stable and the don't hoard comment from earlier that I had no idea what the fuck I was doing there is back to this, like, don't yeah, yeah. sit on your money. Yeah. Do something, do something cool with, with it. it. Oh, my God. Guess who's going to alone to Iceland? Me. I am in December. Yeah. No one wants to fucking go to Iceland. Uh, you're incorrect iceland's dope i think i'm very fucking correct if you so if someone was like you can go to iceland right now you wouldn't go i'd be like can we go somewhere else okay but then they were like iceland or nothing <sighs> well i guess i'll see you later oh my <laughs> god so the theme we drew a card for the theme of your year oh yeah congrats this is the end of the year yeah we've made it uh both of us survived your december might ruin zero your life. deaths your december might ruin your life we'll see for Wait, me, what was my December? It was fate. Oh, 10 years, the Mars. Yeah, okay, yeah. anyway. Um, Fingers so crossed. So your theme, you drew the Four of Blades, which means the theme of your year is being a raving lunatic that doesn't give a shit, that makes people uncomfortable, that says everything, and that disrupts life for other people. You will be speaking recklessly this year, and you have been this whole I think episode. I'm it. You've been speaking recklessly all day since I've seen you. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. doing great. I love it. It's funny Fucking because new year, new me. I've literally been saying that exact phrase, like that I want to speak more recklessly, mm-hmm. and I mean that in terms of not just like saying un PC things, which I already do. Yeah, but I I mean it in terms of like also sp- get that under control. <laughs> but, it's 2018. No more excuses. Oh my god, I make jokes, but um, I mean it in terms <laughs> of like saying emotional things and like yeah. just speaking from the heart and not yeah. being afraid to be wrong. Yeah. I think that I'm way into allowing myself to sort of not be so methodical Mm -hmm. and sort of just like swing wildly in terms of social interaction. Yeah. And that goes back to me being, I want to be the guy who compliments that lady's eyebrows at the Taco Bell drive-thru. Yeah, Taco Bell employees need compliments. I want to speak more recklessly and so I'm definitely going to do that and we'll see how much trouble I get in. Also, that card was a naked man 
dick out. Oh, yeah. Dancing on his own grave. Yes. Fucked up outside of the castle. And I think that is very much me. I quoted you, actually, and circled it. And the quote says, oh, my dick's out. <laughs> it is. You, I like how you just were immediately like, oh, that's my dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. relate to that guy. I am that guy. I'm proud of you. I am very much that guy. I love speaking my truth. How's my theme? It's fucking liberating. Um, all year, you pulled the ace of coins. Not a year of personality changes, but job and money stability. See, that's great because I do like where my personality is out right now. I'm working on other shit. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the end of... This last year, the end of 2017, was you working on your personality. It really was. And now you've kind of like, you're like a baby deer trying to get your legs. So uh-huh. I've got other shit. Yeah, now you're ready to stumble through the rest of the fucking shit world. It's okay, it's fine, it's a great world. Anyway, acting on you, you're not doing it on purpose, being comfortable and nailing what you're doing. Okay, so like... Basically, your success is um, the world sort of pushing it onto me, as opposed to me actively having to like claw at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you're doing everything else right, and so it's just going to come naturally. Ugh, that sounds good. Let's hope this is real. I hope this is real too. So that was it. You feel good about your year? I feel great about it. You're in the hard part right now. I how do you I feel? Know. Do you feel like you're in the hard part? I know that I'm in the hard part. Oof. I'm in the fucking weeds, dude. Okay. Well, uh, you're gonna feel better because we're gonna do some ghost hunting tomorrow. We are. And uh, it'll be cool. I hope I also get an exorcism. I think that would help. Oh man, you know what else? I want to treat myself to some good food because I've had the worst food on this last five day trip. Yeah. What do you even eat in Montana, dude? We got like this tree bark. They kept people keep like suggesting food, and it was always so fucking bad. They're like the McDonald's over there <laughs> on State Street doesn't have chicken feet, and so <laughs> they, it's pretty good. They literally like this one lady was like, "Our country fried steak is world famous. It's so good." And we had it, and it was the most bland it was shit. <laughs> like Denny's would smash uh. on that place dude whenever i see country fried steak and this isn't just because i'm a vegan it looks like cat puke really yeah i mean kind of but it doesn't taste like it normally in wyoming it does it's because it's cat puke. oh god it was so Breaded i was cat puke. so disappointed but anyway yeah it was brutal i just every time i have bad food at a restaurant i just imagine gordon ramsay coming to the rescue mm-hmm. and just like screaming at people mm-hmm. for me it's yeah. my little fantasy you know what you need to do hmm you need to work on your British accent and carry a blonde toupee in your back yes. pocket and then become Gordon Ramsay for yourself. Disgusting. But you have to leave oh, the bad. building. Yeah. You have to change. Yeah. And then you have to come back in uh, as Gordon Ramsay. I can't do that. You need to work My on it. My British accent is awful. Work on it. Practice. That's what this year is for you. Practice. Watch, 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 watch. Soufflé. No, that wasn't what right. What the fuck? <laughs> You have a lot of work to do. (laughs) Do one for me so I know, get the feel for the British. I can only do peasant British person from the 1800s. Give me a sentence to say. Something Um, 1800s-y. Oh no, the plague is coming. The rats have eaten my baby. That's pretty good. Thank you. I like that the rats ate the baby. It was off a playoff of Dingo Ate My Baby, but the British version. Yeah, British have rats. Because the plague was brought on by the rats. Okay, we should go. I'm sorry I'm being historical. You are. <laughs> also, watch... watch. Y- sorry, I'm full of facts. Anyway, 
Watch your new practiced and perfected British accent be the thing that opens up your career and you're just like hired onto a sitcom as like the British comic relief. Mm, and you'll um, be like, I want to thank Noelle for letting me practice my peasant 1800s British man accent. No way. I'll be on TV and they'll be, I'll be on Conan and they'll be like, we hear that you used to have a best friend named Noelle. And I'll be like, never heard of her. And I'll, <laughs> I'll smile with my big, beautiful new veneers. And then you'll be at home with half your teeth going, Shane, <laughs> <laughs> shaking your fists at the oh sky. Oh my God. I will just fucking channel my inner Arlene Morno's <laughs> trucker killer. <laughs> And fucking come in there, guns a blazing, fucking hell, Satan, and no teeth, <laughs> hell, Satan, everybody, hell, Satan.